Good morning, everybody, and it's a beautiful, gorgeous day out there. Get out there, take 10 deep breaths of fresh air. Ah, it's delicious. It's a concoction. It's a cocktail. Oxygen, nitrogen, inert gases, some materials all mixed up, especially for our lungs. Fantastic. And it's going to bring up your spirits. It'll oxygenate your blood. And that's the way it is. And you have to make use of it because it's there for you to use it. And thank Hashem for it. That's the bottom line. Thank you, Hashem, for the air. Say that every day. You'll be one of a million that does say, one of a million say something like that. Now, we are studying the Eser Makot. And right now we're studying the Makat Bechorot, the fearsome Makat, a death of the firstborn of the Egyptians. That takes a lot of study. But let's, one point, one point, let's study. And I have to know that Torah tells us openly that that night, that the night of Makat Bechorot, that the Jewish people have to get in their houses, put the blood on the door, close the door, get out of the way, and make all this, and kill the, kill the, uh, fry, uh, barbecue the, um, the sheep of the Egyptian, and, and all these things that they have to do, and get in, and get out of the, get out of Main Street. The question is why? What did they do? Why did they have to get out of the? Why should the Why should the angel of death harm them if they? What did they do? If they didn't do anything wrong, why did they got to get out of the way? That's the point. That's a big question. Uh, although they could be harmed, even that Rambam tells you that if a plague comes to town, you better get out of town because you can't rely on your merits to save you from the plague. Look how many look what happened to the Holocaust. Look what happened to Corona. Look what happened all all throughout history. You can't count on that. So now we got an insight that Rashi brings down the Gemara, and here's what Rashi tells you. Carefully, listen carefully. Mishum shenatan reshut lemashchit. When Hashem gives permission to the destroyer, uh, that's called the mashchit, the angel of death. When he gives permission to the angel of death, he doesn't discern ben sadik and rasha. Oh, that's fearsome. When Hashem lets the angel of death loose, he t- he gobbles up. He g- can gobbles up. He can gobble up sadikim as well, and he has throughout history. So the big question is why. Why doesn't he discern? You got the question, my friends. Why should Hashem could do everything? Let just the tzaddikim be saved and the reshaim die. Why should the tzaddikim die along with the with the with the uh, the tzaddikim die along with the reshaim? That's Abraham Avinu's question. That's Moshe Rabbeinu's question. That's the question for the ages. Why does it have to be that way? It seems that you know Hashem could let could punish the ones that need to be punished and the other ones that don't need to be punished. They shouldn't be punished at all. And the big answer, Rabbi Gamil was giving him a tremendous answer. Listen to this answer. You have to know that Hashem runs the world. He's bound by his rules, for example. Gravity. Gravity goes down. doesn't go up. That's one of Hashem's rules. There's certain rules in nature that he has, that he runs the world according, according to those rules. He's bound by those rules. Of course, he could break them. He's God. He could, do whatever, he could do whatever he wants. But here's the major rule. Listen to this carefully. The major, major rule that Hashem wants to keep is the rule of Bechirach of Shit. That's free will. Free will he has to maintain the free will. If the free will is not maintained, there's no more world. There's no there's no free choice. There's no choice to do good or do bad. There's no there's no uh, uh, gan eden. There's no there's no hell. There's no there's no nothing because you have no choice. So Hashem has to maintain that free will. Now, if if there was a plague in town and only the good the, the only the bad would drop dead and the good would stand, people would that'd be an open miracle. Everybody come to shul on, on Sunday and Monday. The whole, all the goyim will come to shul. So there'll be an open miracle. There'll be no more test in the world. There'll be no more free will. There'll be no more choice. No more choice. So Hashem has to, in that case, although there's going to be a lot of righteous people that are going to have their demise, that, that's part of the, that they're, 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 in, they're, they're, in, they're in the plan. They just, that's, that's Hashem's plan. You can't do nothing about that. But plenty of them are saved that you don't know about. And the ones that are that had to be uh, uh, had to be not saved, that had to be killed. They are. You have to know that they are being rewarded in the Lamaba, 
And without those Alamba glasses, you can't understand anything anyway. You have to know there's an Alamba. So those, those righteous people that were killed, let's say, in the plague, in the plague, because they were, they, because Hashem's plan is to, uh, uh, that the, that the Malachamavit does not discern between the good and the bad. But you have to know, plenty of times he does. He does. Many a times he does. But in general, we don't want to put ourselves in that, in that situation. That's why Hashem told him, get in the house and lock the door, put the blood on the door. Because you can't risk it to get, stay out in Main Street with the COVID, with the, with the, in the Holocaust. There were good people that were, they were, they were, they were destroyed in the Holocaust. There were very good people destroyed in the Holocaust. They were killed. Why? Why didn't they, why weren't they all saved? Because Hashem is maintaining the free will in the world. Get that three of mind, my friends. Hashem has to maintain the free will. It's a deep concept. You have to think about it. But that's what this whole world is, this is, is, world is, is revolving around and revolves around the free will. You have to know our free will is very minimal, very small. Hashem is the only one who has free will in this world to, to, to do, not to do, to free will of, of choice or of, of results. But he gives us his gift. The biggest miracle in the world may be the fact that we have any free will at all to choose to do good or not to do good. The results are only up to Hashem. You could choose to come to shul, but you don't know if you're going to get there. You could choose to learn Torah. You could those, those things, spiritual things, you could choose. Now, you could choose to go to work, but you don't know if you're going to make any money. That's up to Hashem. But we have to make hishtadlut. Our choices, our free will choices, are what we are living for. And we have to make use of those free will choices. Then Hashem will give us more, many, many, many more free will choices when we make the right choices. Have a great day today. Bye.